this is Donna Gates with Body Ecology Living, and I love this podcast, and I'm really hoping that you take the time to listen to the whole thing. I have uh, been interviewing Dr. Rowena Gates, and she's with ING3, uh, and, and this is a device or a machine that I've had for a couple of decades, really. Um, it's an amazing machine. When I first started using it, I didn't really understand how it worked, and even the science, you know, uh, behind it, for the people that, you know, created the ING3, they didn't fully understand it until Dr. Gerald Pollack came into the picture. It's a little box with a little, you know, cup or jar on top of it that uh, bubbles away and it creates uh, beautiful colors, but it does something amazing for the body. And if there was ever a time when people need the ING3 machine, it's right now. Now, I'm sure everybody listening knows all about protein. I'm sure eating it in some form every single day. But protein has to fold properly. And I didn't learn this for ages, but when I finally started understanding about protein folding, uh, I realized, wow, this is an important topic. So I make very, very sure that I use my ink free machine. So if you um, want to know, if you've got, well, first of all, if you don't want to age, uh, slow down the aging process, get over all kinds of conditions like Alzheimer's, Parkinson, diabetes, heart disease. All of that is, you know, the misfolded proteins that your body makes, not eats. This is not the proteins we eat. These are the proteins being made in your body, and there are millions of them in every single cell. So I highly encourage you to listen to the podcast with Dr. Rowena Gates from ING3 and myself. I think we do a pretty good job of covering all the details and I am absolutely positive that for people who listen to this, they're going to find out something extremely important to get well and slow down the aging process. So let's get started. These are extraordinary times, but with too much information and much of it confusing. On Body Ecology Living, I interview some of the best minds to help you live your best life possible. We'll discuss topics on using foods to heal, on building a hearty immune system, on aging well, on taking care of your gut and, of course, your brain, but most of all, on clarifying the right steps to be happier, healthier, and having the energy to make a difference in your own world. Welcome, everybody, to Body Ecology Living. Today, I'm chatting with Rowena Gates of the Ing Corporation, and she happens to be the owner or the partner with uh, uh, someone else in a, one of the most amazing devices I have ever owned, and I've owned one for a really long time. I think I might have been in that category of very first people to get uh, an Ing 3. It's also called Nano V, and to tell you the truth, I would try to understand why it works so well and why it was helping me so much back in those days, but I really never got a very good explanation. But science has evolved. Um, the people, the principals at NanoV have got a much better understanding today. So um, this is going to be a very important conversation. So I'm chatting with Arena Gates, and I just wanted you to know that she is um, a PhD, and that's not a good... I just want you to know that she's a PhD from the University of Washington, and her work, her you know, study really was in 
international strategic alliances and regional development, which has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today. Uh, but she jumped into this whole new line of work and she focuses on helping people. I think the hardest thing that she has to do is explain to people why it's so important and, you know, all the many benefits. I mean, benefits are easy to explain because people, well, if they have a month machine yet and they haven't had a chance to use it, then it's just the benefits are amazing. And so it's really hard to believe one little machine can do what the AIM-3 Nano-V does. So with that long introduction, Rowena, thank you very much for coming on today. It's a pleasure. Well, I think we've known each other over 10 years. And I just want to tell a story because you don't even know the story. Um, I was living in Palm Beach that time. Uh, actually, Jupiter. And I had a friend, and he, you know, was probably one of the very first biohackers out there. That term didn't even exist yet. But he was fortunate enough to, you know, be well off. And so if he found something that was, or heard about something that was anti-aging, he did it. And he had this machine he kept telling me about. Um, and, you know, I t- first of all, I thought that's too good to believe. It's just another device. I don't need another one. But he went away. Uh, on a, well, first of all, he had an operation. It was a pretty serious one, and I can't remember what it was, but I know they had to cut into his chest. And like, he came over like 10 days or so afterwards, and it was so amazingly healed. It was like, nobody can heal that fast. So I became quite curious. And then fortunately for me, he went out of town for a couple of weeks, and he said, I'll just leave this with you so you can try it. So I, I was <clears throat> definitely have been a lot of chronic fatigue all my life, and I was then. So, um, you know, I put it on my bedside table because I, I mean, I put it actually in the bed with me. And I, during the night, I'd wake up and I would turn it back on again because it didn't you know, in those days, that early machine that I had, it didn't um, stay on all night long. So I I wake up, I'd hit the button and start it over again. It relaxed me so much. I had a really good night's sleep, which is very critical for healing. And so, you know, I thought, okay, I got to get one. And I did. And that's how we met. Um, over the years, I've gotten, you know, I've upgraded my machine. And it's really, I guess if there was a fire in the house and I had to grab the most important thing after my dog, I would grab my, get my Nano V out of the house because uh, it's just an amazing device. And I know a lot of well-known people and athletes do have one. So I want to ask you that question too. But first of all, after saying once again, thank you, um, I would like to start off by talking about proteins because everybody knows what a protein is. They know that we eat them, you know, (laughs) eggs and fish and chicken and so on. We know that they're real important to have good muscles. Actually, it's also important that you don't fall if you have weak bones and you get older. But one of the things, you know, that, okay, so now I'm 77. And one of the things that um, you're supposed to do as you get older is actually eat more protein. And um, because but the, our ironic thing is that we can try to eat more, but you don't absorb it. We don't have the enzymes as we get older to break protein down and digest it. So uh, anyway, as time went by and you all had a better understanding of what the nanovy is doing, proteins started playing a really important role. And do you mind if we could start there and explain to people that proteins aren't just what we eat? What what are proteins? Yeah, I'm happy to. The proteins are a chain of amino acids 
so that what you eat gets broken down into the chain of amino acids, into the individual amino acids, or maybe peptides, which is just a couple amino acids or a small number of them. And um, so what you eat doesn't get just, you know, if you eat collagen, it doesn't just immediately go into your skin. It gets broken out and then rebuilt into the collagen that's in your skin and your muscles and so on. And so having the right building blocks is essential. And there's about 20 amino acids and half of them are called essential because they're ones you have to eat and the other half your body will make. And so all of these amino acids get strung together and there's, they're called peptide bonds that hold the amino acids together in a big long string. And then for that to be a functional protein, it has to fold into a three-dimensional shape that will allow it to work. And the work is determined by its shape. So that shape is critically important. And then once it's folded, it can go off and do its work. And I should mention that if it doesn't fold correctly, if it misfolds or it becomes partially unfolded, then it can be a liability to the body because it can form tangles and plaques and things that are harmful, especially to your anything that's neurodegenerative. And if it doesn't unfold at all, nothing happens. Correct. And, yeah, and so it's super important that, that we have the proteins folding properly. Is it possible to, if one doesn't fold properly, is it, prop, is it possible to correct that misfolded protein? Yes, they can. They, these proteins are getting damaged all the time. So when they're damaged, mm -hmm. they're not quite right, but they fix themselves all the time as well. And so uh, a protein can either be fixed so it's functional or it should be shredded up and broken down through autophagy and you know either moved out of the body or the parts reused. And it's when those things don't happen that you can end up with things like um, unfolded proteins that then stick together and cause plaques and, and things that aren't good for you. So those things, is you can become diabetic, you can have heart disease. Yeah. Um, and the, it's really big in neurodegenerative Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, any of the, the neurological side of it. Um, and so like in Alzheimer's, they see plaque and and tau tangles that form the brain and then that really disrupts the the neurology so uh and what about muscle development like exercise energy well your muscles uh, and you know most of your body is made up of proteins as well so they do all the work in there they're called the workhorse of the cell they they're doing all the work but they also make up almost all of your body um, aside from water and, and, you know, obviously there's minerals and so on as well. But this is, my arm is, um, you know, mostly collagen and elastin and, and a variety of other proteins is what makes up this tissue. And then you mentioned energy and energy is coming out of the mitochondria, but that's also relevant for, for the mitochondrial function. And um, all of the, the work that's done in terms of signaling and, and the body knowing what to do, all of those functions are protein. So just to kind of go through some of them, the proteins are structural, they're signaling, they're, your antibodies are proteins, your enzymes are proteins. And um, so they're, they're playing this really pretty much everything in the body, which 
we should back up a little bit to your specialty, which is the DNA and your genes, right? And you're you're like a thought leader in that area. Well, you only have one purpose for your genes, and that is as the code, the, the blueprint for the proteins. So, in other words, the DNA is purpose to make proteins yeah. to go on and do things in the body. It's, it's important things, hormones, everything. You got yes. you got to have healthy proteins, and most of us aren't having them, and we age, we age way unnecessarily. So, what about that? Like. Um, What's the connection with aging? Like, in other words, if they're misoldered or they're not folding at all, are we aging? And then things like diet, you know, stress, are they causing the misfolding? Absolutely. They, they, they kind of wear it down. And so the wrinkles on my face are there because the collagen hasn't been restored and, and built. And um, what happens is the whole system can be essentially compromised by oxidative damage. So even if you don't have any other kind of damage, no radiation, no issues, just breathing does oxidative damage. So you can't avoid it. And um, so with that damage, that what the most likely thing to damage is a protein because they're very small and they're all over the place in your body. And so you're constantly being damaged. And then the question is, how well do you repair? Um, you avoid damage with diet and nutrition, antioxidants, all those things prevent damage from happening. But they're not perfect because we've so far we've never found a way for someone to not age. We just age more slowly, but we haven't eliminated it because there's always some damage that gets through the antioxidant defense. And well, let's talk about that for a second, too, because I think everybody knows about antioxidants because we're always saying how important they are. Glutathione and many, many antioxidants. We need to supposedly have a lot of antioxidants. And so I guess a lot of people at this point think that uh, free radicals, which are the opposite of antioxidants, they're oxidants, they're creating you know, toxins and so on. So everybody probably thinks, oh, no. You know, uh, we don't want free radicals, but they are necessary. Some properly functioning free radicals are necessary. Could you just explain that? Sure. Um, free radicals have this damaging role, which is primarily what they're doing, but they also play a really important role as a signaling molecule or as signaling molecules. And those reactive oxygen species are actually what trigger your body to go into a repair mode, for example. So they go in and they damage it, and then they also tell your body to repair it. And so that, those, um, those diets that if people just overload on antioxidants, they can actually shut down those repair mechanisms because they're not being signaled correctly. So it could actually impede uh, recovery and the development of muscle and so on. So it's kind I of... Think, excuse me, I was going to say, I think it's really important to understand that if you get a viral infection, for example, or cut yourself, those uh, free radicals basically come to the rescue and help us repair. So they're not bad necessarily. They're they're, they're essential. Nothing. Yeah, they're essential. Yeah. And the mitochondria, which is where our energy is produced, they're constantly making free radicals. So we need the energy, but we're going to absolutely get free radicals. 
uh, too. So I just want to let people know that if they didn't, didn't know it. So free radicals aren't bad. They're going to make them no matter what. And that's, again, where the nanovi plays a really critical role. So I want to get into that. But um, what when you are, you've been selling these machines for a really long time. And, you know, again, at first I think it was really hard to explain to people why to own one. But over time, what have you, what's happened? Like who owns them and what kind of benefits? Like why do they, like why would an athlete own one, for example? So when I first met you a very long time ago, you and the person we mentioned, Ken Delakine, were some of the few pre-biohackers that were using devices and technologies for wellness. In other words, to maintain their health and to you know, promote longevity or slow aging. Since then, and, and at that time, our devices were almost all sold for chronic illness diabetics, COPD, heart disease, autoimmunes, all the autoimmune diseases, um, people that had had Lyme disease, uh, neurological disorders, all of them. I I remember at one point I counted over 50 different chronic illnesses that, you know, our device was being used for. Since then... helping, not just being used for, actually was critical, since then, it's a wonderful shift because it's uh, where you were an absolute front runner. Now there's a whole a whole group of people that have emerged that that say, "Wait a minute, I want to preserve my health. I want to maintain it, slow the aging process, and certainly don't want to be old and sick." And so you're preventing. You're not going to get those chronic diseases. And it's been really fun because our device fits perfectly with those people. You just use it regularly. It's a preventative device. Yes, it's going to help you sleep better and and feel more calm because it definitely balances the autonomic nervous system, taking people out of stress mode. And um, then it also provides energy because the, you know, all, all of the protein functions associated with energy production. And um, then the last piece that we've had more recently is performance and one area, always athletes, you know, they care about the recovery times. They care about oxygen utilization. When they improve that, they have better performance, reduced lactate, all these things that have been shown in, in double-blind studies. But what's really interesting to me is the brain performance in the last few years, how many people are looking at cognitive function and cognitive performance, wanting to prevent declines there or increase their focus and clarity. And that's a fairly fairly obvious thing for people. If they're stressed, it's fairly easy to see, or if they've been highly focused when you do that, put a lot of strain on your brain and there's a lot of repair to do. And your brain burns a great deal of oxygen. So you want to reduce that oxidative damage in the brain. And so that's, uh, that's been another area that people have become far more focused on in the last, I'd say, two years. It, it, you mm, just, just two you years, just, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I you know, became aware of that, but I do, I don't worry about my brain not working, but probably that's why. But uh, although I became a long heller after the third time I got COVID, and then I was having brain issues, like really hard to remember 
people's names and stuff. But anyway, that's passed thanks to yeah. all the things I did and also my nana bay. I really made sure I used it morning and night as long as much as I could. But um, so great for the brain. What about the immune system? Because we know, everybody knows right now, I think we've got the brain is having a huge impact on the microbiome and the gut. Uh, I also know that during, in case everybody doesn't know this by now, the spike protein, which was entering particular receptor that we were always told about, we weren't told that as it enters this receptor, it uh, damages that receptor. And so you're all over the body, so it's basically damaging all kinds of organs. And it pretty much shuts down the microbiome, destroys that. And at the same time, it wakes up a bunch of viruses that are living in these viral sanctuaries. They're maybe an unreally healthy person, quite quiet, but now they're out and they're uh, causing a lot of problems. It also uh, is an issue when you have yeast infections. It, it does, um, you know, again, destroy the microbiome, but then also bring out a yeast infection. So people are, a lot of people after they've had this infection are still suffering. So would there be an impact on the microbiome, do you think? Um, I mean, there, there definitely is in that um, it's going to support the immune system and your the, the, va the bulk of your immune system is in your microbiome. <laughs> and so it definitely um, will help. And it helps with gut issues as well on its own. But again, it's the body really repairing itself and you're giving it a little boost to help the body take care of its own issues. And a huge one, probably the foremost is the immune system is to fight off invaders. And, and so you definitely see that response in it. Um, there are certain illnesses where the improvement is the gut in the gut is the first thing you see as the illness improves. And so it's, it's pretty common um, that it's going to help the body sort itself out. It won't do anything or override anything. It's just that that extra support lets the body uh, do what it needs to do. And I, I would think when you, people have diseases like Lyme disease and so on, um, it's doing the same thing. It's basically just supporting the body, making sure these proteins are folded properly or corrected. Yeah. And when you do that, then all these other problems start to you yeah. have the energy then to be able to get well. And that's another area where your, you know, your sort of thought leader is supporting detoxification, which is often an issue with Lyme. But when your body tries to get the I don't know anything where detoxification hasn't played a major role in getting that disease. Um, it's a huge reason for autism in these children. They're not good detoxifiers. Yes. And so it's getting, you know, detoxing the organs and so on. There's, there's, you know, lots of ways to do that, but you really need the cells to drop the toxins and really take it right out of the whole system. And that's an area where Nanovi kind of fits in. And um, I don't know if you know Daniel Pompa, but he has his five oh, yeah. R's for detoxification. And he, he said, you know, Nanovi hits every one of my R's. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's I think I've actually heard him say that. It's hard to get uh, toxins out of the cells themselves. You know, the cells are very small and, and all of that. And so 
Um, that's a cellular function, of course, for it to function correctly, it's going to work to eliminate the toxins. And um, if you can just improve the cellular function with the Nano-V, then that's one of the benefits of it. And I feel like I should tell people how it's actually working, because we haven't gotten to that yet. Mm-hmm, please. Uh, it, will, it will help with this explanation. The Nano-V doesn't add anything, um, no substance. What it's doing, what comes out of the device actually adjusts the water that's in the cells that all proteins are immersed in water. So what we're delivering is a change in the energy state. And it's actually entropy, which means it goes from chaotic to less chaotic and so on. And so we call our water ordered water because it's very, very... um organized, tightly packed together water molecules. When that crosses the mucous membrane and goes into the body, it transfers that ordered state throughout the water in the body, which is ubiquitous, and all proteins are in the water. And so it creates a bit more order in the water that surrounds the proteins. And they rely on that in order to fold. And so for a protein to fold, it's going from a chain of amino acids to a complex shape. It needs energy to do that. And it gets the energy from the water. It transfers to the protein. The protein becomes more organized or ordered and the water less so. And so that transfer is happening all the time. And one of the ways to create the order in the water to press the water molecules together so they can be ready to support the protein. The way that happens in the body is a reactive oxygen species, which you mentioned earlier, that will cause that reaction in the water molecule. And so the foundation for this technology, NanoV, was to mimic that natural process, modify the water molecules in an airstream in humidity outside the body and augment what the body's doing. And so, of course, those free radicals, that singlet, um, that oxygen, that reactive oxygen species is essential because you have to have this condition in the water that the proteins live in. And um, that's why you said, you know, free radicals can be good and bad, but you have to have them. And it's like, yeah, you really have to have them. (laughs) And um, But what we do is we augment that. So... That doesn't override anything. It only supports everything that needs to get done. And you were just talking about the immune system, and there's a double-blind placebo-controlled study showing um, better immune response with the Nano-V when the body's stressed. And so that stress creates acute, you know, inflammation in the body that need, that's when you, you want that inflammation to occur because it's the healing response. And um, that's been shown to improve uh, pretty significantly. With one session, it was, depending on the marker, it was 10 to 17% improvement with one 15-minute session. So it was pretty significant. And pretty obvious. Like I lent my machine to somebody and her husband contacted me and he said, this has been amazing. She's relaxed and she never can relax. Her mind's going a million miles a minute. So he got one for her. And the thing is, is that it's very obvious, like you can't sleep. But the other thing is, I don't think people realize that 
the first thing you've got to do when you're trying to get well is create more energy. But if the person is wasting a lot of energy because they uh, are they're stressed out and they're just burning up their energy, the first thing you really have to do is, you know, calm that stress down. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's an essential first, you know, step in getting well, basically. So yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. And it was real obvious to me when I started using it for the first time how how much it calmed me down so I could sleep, so I could start to get well. Exactly. So I just want to stress We've done the testing with a continuous heart monitor so you can see the timing and it's at about Mm -hmm. minute eight that you start to see the sympathetic system plummet. So the stress Mm -hmm. is dropping at minute eight and then it's closer to 15 minutes that the parasympathetic system starts to build. But Mm -hmm. almost all of us are heavy on the stress side of the equation and so for all of us you can see it's, it's very measurable how that declines, but it takes a few minutes. It won't happen, you know, at the very beginning of using it. So oh, interesting. I didn't know that. But the thing is, stress is everything. Like stress is an infection. Stress is this awful inflammatory food that we eat all the time. Yes. Uh, just stress is with us forever. We, we can, this is a tool that helps with that. Right. Um, and, that's, and that alone, you know, if you just help the body a little bit, it can do it can do so many amazing things, but reducing stress and good nutrition and sleep, which is associated with reducing stress, those things alone um, just give the body a chance to heal itself, basically. So even though I don't talk about them in the podcast, uh, you may not realize that Body Ecology makes outstanding products. Our products are for a healthy gut and also they uh, obviously strengthen the immune system. Very much, uh, you know, helpful for aging well. Like at the age of 77, I really have a lot of energy and I am very grateful for that. I'm grateful that I got sick a long time ago and that I learned, you know, what my body needed to stay younger and to get well. But in the meantime, I created these products and they, we've been making them for a really long time. We have extraordinary uh, reviews from people. Uh, we have a, people come back and order them again and again. So I'd, like to encourage you to go to bodyecology.com. You can get a replay of this podcast there, of course, but you can also go to shop and you can see what our products, what they are, what they do, and just start choosing one or two or three of them and notice how well they work. So thank you for listening to this podcast. I want to say, you know, you mentioned sleep. Absolutely. I almost think in my mind, like if somebody came in and asked me, what are the five most important things you do to stay well, to stay healthy? I would put sleep at the top of the list, not diet, even though diet obviously is super important to me, but um, especially one, you know, customized to what my body needs. But sleep, I put up there. And a lot of people can't sleep today. As they get older, they can't sleep either. And that's absolutely critical. I, I mean, maybe if you just bought it for that one and only reason, just so you could sleep well again. But I didn't know that, that there was a delayed response. Um, I think a lot of reasons that people are having, you know, our neurotransmitters, like the calming one, like GABA, people are super deficient in those. Uh, I just can't, like, there's nowhere that I can come up with an issue where I can't tie this back in to the nano none of you being important to them but you know just that bubble okay so it's a this is several it's a silver box 
and on top of it is a, a glass container. When you push the right button, you know, the big button, well, you get this bubbling effect. It's like really pretty rainbow bubbling thing. And I was often thought, it's just water bubbling away. Yes, how come it's working? But, um, you know, Gerald Pollack came along and he started talking about structured water, which to me is a complicated topic for most people. But is would you say that this bubbling water is structured water? Yes. Um, and Gerald Pollack's been a wonderful uh, person for us. And I mentioned that our understanding has evolved, and you mentioned that earlier. And it's because of Jerry, or Gerald Pollack. It's because of mm -hmm. his work and knowing him and, and, and kind of collaborating on these explanations um, that's been really helpful to get us so that we could really nail it down, all the whole mm -hmm. chain of events. Um, and it is uh, structured water. I think of it as a huge umbrella of structured water. Like you can, there's all kinds of things you can do by spinning the water and different things. Um, but under that umbrella, we try to stay down to our piece and call it, we call it ordered water for that reason. It is easy water or the fourth phase of water, which are what Gerald Pollack calls it. And um, the we call it ordered instead of easy water because it's just a more scientifically understood term. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think easy water is sometimes misinterpreted where easy water, exclusion zone water, which means that it, the molecules are so closely packed together that everything else gets pushed out or excluded. So it's called excluded zone. It's zone because it only happens on a surface. It won't happen in the big glass of water. There might be some in there, but in a big glass of water, there's no real surfaces. And so you can't just have a full glass of easy water. It's, it's not, it has to be on the surface. And that's why it works so well in the body because there's so many surfaces. Most of them in the cell are, are proteins. So to give people an idea, it's very easy for there to be 5, 10, 12,000 proteins in one cell. And a cell is really okay. small. And so it's, and, and also mitochondria are really small and they're all over the place. And so. And they're inside the cell, by the way, just so people are hearing and that. And the cell the isn't time. even visible. It's so small, right? And, um, and so that's why there's a lot of surfaces and that's why it, it, those, that exclusion zone forms on the surface. And when there's an accumulation of that zone, then the protein can fold. And so that's how that's how that protein folding happens. And you can imagine it's constant and it's it's really fast and there's a lot of it in there. <laughs> I mean, if we have something like 75 trillion cells in the body and there's, you know, thousands of proteins in each one, you, you kind of get the scale of it and it's mm -hmm. and then it's actually working on all those, not just not just picking a few and helping them out. It's actually working on all the proteins in the cell. It it yes, it has the potential to. Now your body's going to determine the priorities, mm. and so it may well be you know a hormone function, um, that you know some it it could be immunity, it could be anything that your body uses that energy for in some in some order of priority basically so if it's urgent you know it'll respond differently than if it's just maintenance well, um, we're not talking about water that you drink right this no. is this is water that's already inside the cell 
And can you, so, can you, oh, yeah, ahead. you mentioned the bubbling water. So it's got a container of bubbling water. It's actually distilled water because we don't want any particles in there. We want it very clean. And that bubbles in order to create humidity. So it's kind of pretty to look at it, but it's what's creating the humidity. And the humidity is going through the device where it's bombarded with wavelengths that create this ordered or easy water. Mm-hmm. And um, Gerald Pollack wrote a small article for us that's really nice to explain why it's so important that you're using the humid airflow, the humidity, um, instead of water, because the surface area of all the droplets of humidity is, is big relative to the size of the droplet. And all of that surface gets very ordered by our device. And so what, what, what a person sees them coming out of the little tube, I, I like to use that little carb or tube, it seems like it's more more than the little. If I put on the cannula, I feel like there's not as much that I'm breathing in. And with yeah. the little tube, that is another option. And I put it right by my nose. It really rushes in. And you can feel that. You can feel, yeah. um, like you said, humidity, but there is a rushing of air. Right. And so either of them work really well. And so people know there's the option to use a nasal cannula, which is what people breathe oxygen from, the little clear mm-hmm. tubes. Mm-hmm. And when that's in your nose, you don't feel the airflow, but it's going in. And then there's a paper tube that's a disposable item that goes on the end of an arm that comes out of the device. And you can breathe directly from that tube. And that's where it just sits in front of your nose. And it really depends on where you're using it. If you're sitting still or lying down, the tube is great. But if you turn your head, it, you wouldn't get any of the the um, nano V humidity. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, in clinics, they usually usually use they pretty much always use a nasal cannula in a clinic, so they can be sure the person gets the treatment. And then, but at home, the tube can be more comfortable and and easier to use. Well, you know, I I wonder sometimes, there's all these different breathing exercises, like breathe three times, four times, hold your breath, exhale, and so on. Does it matter when you're using the ink 3 that you're breathing in a particular style? It's No, it's only the inhalation. And even when it first touches your mucous membrane, it could be in your nose that it's transferring to your system. So it doesn't even actually oh, go wow. deep into the lungs, although the lungs are really perfectly designed for for it. Um, but you just, um, if you breathe and you do breathing, you know, special breathing while you're doing the NanoV, you're just stacking another benefit because breath is another thing that's, wonderful and you can do you can improve your situation a lot with breath Mm -hmm. and resting i mean relaxing breathing helps you relax a lot it's amazing what breath does it's therapeutic it's it's you know and so that's if you if they have the opportunity it's a perfect kind of way to stack two different things at once Mm -hmm. you know i um i I don't know what time this is i'm like i should probably check the time and see how much we're how we have a lot of time here, but um, so one of the things that I think is absolutely amazing and that I wish the government allowed people to all go and get ozone therapy. There's regular excellent ozone, and then there's a more kind of a super ozone called EBU. People can look that up, another form um, of ozone. And I heard you say that when, so a lot of people buy these for clinics, 
because they're, they're you know, they're like, this is not a $300 machine. Um, and when people are, you know, having their ozone treatment, it's a really excellent thing to come talk about stacking. Like I was thinking, wow, oh, yeah. that would be perfect. The ozone and the nanobee together. Why, why would that be true? Well, ozone, ozone's got, I see ozone as having two important roles. One is that it's antimicrobial. So it can be mm, used to, very. you know, essentially disinfect things. It, it, it's wonderful. And in fact, we run ozone water through our device uh, through, you know, if we have a, uh, you know, a device that we're cleaning up for somebody, sometimes people let them sit and they, they really need to be cleaned up. And so we use ozone water for that because it kills everything, but it doesn't leave any residue or it's not a chemical. Um, so that's one role. But the other one is it can donate oxygen. And that's why people can feel better after an ozone treatment. So when it's an oxygen treatment, again, it can have oxygen radicals as a result of it. And so pairing them together is a really great idea because you're you're uh, mitigating any of the oxidation that might be a result of the ozone therapy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if I've made people curious about EBU, it's an ozone oxygen therapy, uh, kind of like on steroids, super powerful. And Dr. Dan Daniel Pomba that you mentioned, and um, he has a, a video online, YouTube, that you can watch to find out more about it. And I did an interview with David Minkoff down in Clearwater. He's one of the first people that brought it into his clinic, uh, the EBU tubes. But I've done more than a year of serious research on viruses because you know, again, first of all, these viruses are awakened now that people have Epstein-Barr and herpes and CMV and so on. It's a big issue. And I developed a diet that's excellent. You have, you have to be on this diet if you have an outbreak of any kind of viral infection. And it's not long. You only need to be on it four to 10 days. You get these viruses back into their sanctuaries, their hiding places. And why are they so hard to get, you know, um, how come they're residual? Why do they? How come we can't get rid of them? Well, they actually secrete proteins, and um, they're they're able. So one of them, herpes, for example, it it has to take the virus, the immune system, and has to transport it over to the T cells so that the T cells can kill the virus. But they're really good at clever. Really, they uh, they hide the the um, virus so the T cell can't even see it. And it doesn't mean if it comes, even if it comes out again and again and again, and you keep having an outbreak, the immune system never sees it. So here we are talking about proteins again, which is important, but um, it's a serious issue. And out of all the things I've looked at, you know, all the antivirals out there and supplements, et cetera, et cetera, the number one most important thing to do is ozone. It really does kill them, permanently kill them, when they come out of their residual hiding places, they were called viral reservoirs. And so I'm a huge fan on doing types of ozone, and I love the idea of combining. So let's say a person can't afford it in their house, but they definitely are going to go for an ozone treatment every week, four or five, six times to get rid of the problem and stop being a long hauler. And um, so a lot of clinics would do very, very well to complement the ozone session with a nanope. I love it. Dr. Minkoff has had a nanope for a long time, and we get quite a few referrals from him. Uh, he would. 
He yeah. is like so on top of things. He's an amazing person. I have a podcast with him. I hope people, you just um, did a podcast with him. I, I, I just I, did. Yeah. I, I was like, oh my gosh, that's great. No, he's mm-hmm. pretty. Um, he, he's pretty innovative, I think, in in mm-hmm. forward thinking. And I love doctors like that. To me, they're the ones we should absolutely be going to. They're the ones with solutions, but they seek out these very valuable special devices and and help people use them properly. So yeah. I'm glad we mentioned him. I love him. Um, so let me just look over my notes real fast. I think we covered a lot of stuff. Um, so who's buying them? Who is affording and spending the money? Let's talk about They're not cheap, everybody. They're yeah. And they're well worth it, even if you it takes you a couple of years to pay it off. Once you paid it off, you have it forever. I've had mine for ages, and I and it's like I mentioned before again. If the house was burning, and I grabbed a few other special things, most of all my little dog, I would I would get this machine out of the house so I could always have it. But yeah. um, it's not insured. So anyway, but can we talk about cost? About who's actually. Um, you know, spending the money to buy them. And can a normal, ordinary person buy them? I know you all really work hard to help. I know you really work hard to help people uh, be able to afford them. Yeah, uh, um, it's a challenge, and that's true of any of these more innovative technologies, I'm sure, where they are just expensive. We're not selling 100,000 of them and mass-producing. You know, we built them in Seattle, and you can tell by looking at it, it's... It's a little more crafted than a lot of devices. It was developed uh, in Germany. Very well, yeah, Hans, Hans is a German engineer. He was actually living in the U.S. at the time. But, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it's built forever. It's ridiculously well built, which is a good thing. Um, and it means that you can amortize it over the rest of at least certainly my lifetime. I would never expect anything to go wrong before I. <laughs> I know because it's so simple and it's really yeah. so brilliant. I mean, like you said, he didn't even know how it worked. I mean, he creates this machine. He doesn't even know exactly what why it works so well. But there was one uh, piece that we didn't understand, which was the water science, which was so cool mm-hmm. to me. Pollock and Gerald said, oh my gosh, I believe this should be possible. And Hans said, oh my gosh, this is the explanation. This is the last missing piece that we needed with the water. <laughs> but anyhow, who buys them? First of all, they're ranging currently a little over 5000 to a little less than 14000 in price. There's three different models. Um, the least expensive model will not be that inexpensive for long just because we it, it's we can't afford to produce it at that price. With uh, we've never raised prices, and we just can't survive that way. <laughs> um, but they um, and so those devices, all of them, will last for a very very long time. And then the oh, and you know, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. And I just want to interject. It's not just for you; your whole family can use them. It's not. Oh, it, that yeah. makes it even more. We're yeah. spending the money on and having one, even in your home, if you could, uh, because anybody can use them. Any child. I even wondered if my dog, my little puppy dog, can do you ever have people? Lots of dog use. We have a lot of right. dog use. <laughs> Serena Poon, I don't know if you know her, but she uh, is also uh, worked in nutrition and is a chef. And, and she, I said, she said she wasn't feeling well because of COVID. And I said, but isn't the Nanovi helping you? And she goes, well, I'm traveling, and so I had to leave it with my dogs because they're old. 
<laughs> and I, well, I didn't want them to be without it. <laughs> so, well, they don't have like a little mask. I mean, how is she putting it on them? Just um, will, we will get back to the cost. And yeah, we should do the dogs later. But generally, they'll breathe from the tube, or you just put it near them when they're mm-hmm. sleeping, and uh, and you just go from the tube. Just a little cardboard tube. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but anyway, you mentioned that we do try to make it work, and we'd be happy to, you know, where we can, we'll divide up the payments so that it doesn't have to go through a leasing company or sit on a credit card as interest rates are going up and so on. And so we do try to make it work out, but the biggest thing is that it's an upfront investment, but over time it becomes very inexpensive to use. And then as Donna said, if you have multiple users, then it becomes really inexpensive because many people can share one device. Which is what um, they're doing in a clinic. Well, you know, uh, it comes with a beautiful little aluminum suitcase. Do you, ha- you don't, what if you wanted to save money, do you have to get the suitcase? Well, you know what, if people, um, if people come and you're on your recommendation, we will provide the the suitcase as a complimentary gift. It's a, wow, it's, it's beautiful. a ridiculously expensive suitcase, but it's a ruggedized transportation case. It's now black with a oh, it is just the I yeah. So. It's but it's very tough, and I don't know if you know Jeffrey Gladden from Gladden Longevity, but I just uh, heard him say that you could probably you know, throw it out of an airplane and it would survive. And I thought, no, don't try that. Yeah. <laughs> At least not with the Nano V in it. That case doesn't come with it, um, but and it's $350 because they're just expensive. But if it's your, if it's somebody comes and they mention you or they come in through um, a page that's then we would be happy to give them a complimentary case. Because you're wow, that's amazing. Thank you special. very much. <laughs> and well, then, you know, and so that wouldn't be an extra cost, but we do need to know about it. Otherwise, we would never include it. Mm. And then, um, yeah, the, the other thing is very occasionally we get um, people, they buy the least expensive device, and then they realize right away that it's not too many people want to use it, and it takes too long, and so they upgrade to another device. So we will occasionally get the smaller devices in, which are um, very slightly used because we give people the option to upgrade it within 90 days or something. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there can be some slight little things available there. And then it has a return option um, so that we don't want it. We never want somebody to be um, find that it's not for them and then, you know, have this investment made. Uh, and so there's, uh, I think it's a, a month or something as a return option on it. So, you know, mine is never broken after all these years. They don't break, do they? I mean, yeah. Mine are perfect. Mine, mine's like this day I bought it. So, I do know, they I break? Take it for granted. I take it for granted. And then my red light just broke. And I'm like, what's with this? <laughs> oh, after years. <laughs> yeah, I expect everything to last forever, but evidently that's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Well, I've had it a long time and it's just going full stream. And I'm more grateful than ever because I really need it right now. Um, again, yeah. the COVID thing really did its number on me. After I got it three times, I'd no, I mean, actually, the COVID did not do anything for me. It just, um, 
seemed fine. And then I started getting uh, a skin breakout on my back. And I thought, well, people are getting herpes, you know, they're reactivating the viruses. And that's what I thought it was. But then it popped around to other places, started itching like crazy. And of course, I was super grateful for the Nano V too. So I yeah. think I would have had much worse symptoms than if I didn't have that morning and night. I literally put it by my bedside and it's on a table. Um, and then the, the long arm is coming in. I'll sit there and breathe it. And then if I wake up in the night for some reason to go to the bathroom or something, I will put it back on again. And then I always do it first thing in the morning. I'll just lie there for a little while and breathe it again. So I find it's real easy to work it into my day. And I know a lot of people, like I've heard Dave Asprey say that he keeps his on his desk. I, do I don't really ever sit still. So I'm not, I mean, I don't stay at my desk all day and I move my little computer around. So... I find using it in the morning and at bedtime is mm -hmm. perfect. And I've heard a lot of, I didn't realize how powerful it is for people that don't sleep well to use it during that hour before sleep. Mm -hmm. um, uh, somebody mentioned it to me, a woman that does brain performance mentioned it to me and I tried it and I was like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I was using it a lot, but not right before sleep. And I, I actually could tell the difference, I think. So mm -hmm. it's a great time to put it on. 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, whatever you can do. Well, you know, um, I'm a blood type A, and A's, most all the kids with autism are blood type A. They're, they have a mind that just kind of works all the time trying to figure everything out. In Japan, mo more people are blood type A than any other blood type. And they, you know, they're fantastic scientists. They're always perfecting everything. So Japan's very much blood type A. Well, you really need devices like that. Uh, nothing to me works as good. <laughs> Uh, I always use it, it just become like part of my life. So um, if you're out there and not being able to quiet your chattering mind, the other thing I do too is I'll put on a podcast. I have some great podcast you know, hosts I love. And then it'll help me also relax too but while I breathe, just in case anybody cares about that. But, um, you know, it just it changes your mind. You're not worrying about something. You're not listening to somebody. So it's just another mm -hmm. little tip. But it's time for us to end this, oh, Rowena. Thank you so much. You, I'm so glad years have gone by and you have such a good understanding and you've really gotten excellent at uh, you know, explaining it to people. So I hope by now people get that this is a great machine and you all care. You're such a caring company that you really want people to have it and you want sinners to have it. So if you go to a center, you know, be sure to show this podcast, let, let somebody, whoever owns like the center, you know, uh, listen to this, but also share this please. And let those people who can get, get it, let, let it help them. So Rowena, thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate this. Yeah. Thank you. And people are more than welcome. We can help them locate a center near them if, oh, good idea. if they don't yeah. already know about one. And so we're happy to help do whatever we can. It's been a wonderful, you know, I feel honored to be associated with it because it's it just is uh, so helpful to people. So I'm glad it's helpful to you, especially because you're a treasure. And we oh, want to keep it around. The other one that we want to keep around who now has a device um is Pope Francis. That's our most oh, famous wow. nanovie owner is Pope Francis. Wow. And <laughs> how, how, how did he get one? We were asked about one? it. And a doctor in Italy highly recommended it for him. And so then we were invited to give him one. And then we got a thank you letter that, you know, acknowledging it, that 
And so it was really, a, it was very cool. It's quite a strict process. You can't just send things into the Vatican. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was really, really pretty special. Have you gotten feedback from him? No, I haven't. It's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. I hope uh, he's getting it. There's other, the other priests and bishops <laughs> and so are not using it instead. But anyway, yeah, he's has a big influence on a lot of people. But it's certainly been great for me, and I would like for everybody to look up, you know, the information on the studies and um, even like, you know, people raving over it. So where would they go to find information and to be able to talk to you, buy one, whatever? Where where should they go? Uh, N3.com. And um, the, I don't know, the, there was a page that we developed that's, that's especially with content related to you. Uh, which oh. would be the best place to go because it will tie into your listeners. And mm-hmm. I think it's ng3.com.body slash body ecology. Forward, yeah, forward slash body ecology. Oh, great. I but, remember, remember that even. But I, well, I, um, I'd have to look it up right now. But maybe do you have a place where you can put it in the notes? Oh, yeah. When we do the notes for this podcast, we'll be sure it's down at the bottom and they can just click on it. Yeah, we'll be sure we have the right link for that. But general information is at ang3.com, but it's great if you go in through Donna's page because it'll be more tailored. Um, and ing is spelled E-N-G, but, you know, I've heard some people like Dave Asper, he pronounces it ing, like with a soft G. What? engineering. He can't get over it. And then the other side do English because it's <laughs> – but he thinks of engineering. But Dave does actually but a name. King is okay. It's already saying. Yeah, eng Oh, three. Oh, that's right. Yeah. E-N-G-3. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you once again, and I'll say goodbye. And I'm hoping everybody listens uh, who's out there and really struggling with their health or really doesn't have a huge health problem, but they're aging because it's actually the number one top of my list reason. I got four. Li- I have some new grandchildren, like I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old and a one-year-old. And I have a different, you know, more motivation than ever to stay alive but be healthy so I can pick them up and play with them and watch How them grow. <laughs> anyway. Congratulations. Yeah, they're bringing new joy into my life. So well, thank you. Okay, thank you. It's so wonderful to see you. Thank you. Ditto. <laughs> Thanks very much, Lorena. Okay, bye-bye now. Body ecology is not a diet. It's a way of life based on seven universal laws that always guide us toward the truth. If you want to know more about us, about these seven universal laws, and about our amazing, effective products, go to our website, bodyecology.com. Also, for a free transcript of this show, go to our website. Again, that's bodyecology.com. And of course, if you like what you're learning, we'd be very grateful for a review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you've got a topic you want to learn about, just let us know. This information does not replace the advice of your doctor or healthcare professional. Thank you very much for listening. And here's to a happier, healthier world.